we want to welcome Jack Hug uh, to our radio broadcast this morning. Jack, uh, we're glad to have you. You're, you oversee the education department, uh, so we're excited to hear what you have to say this morning. Thanks for having me this morning. I appreciate that. And you also um, might recognize Jack's f- uh, voice from his uh, reports on the Hope Sports Camp uh, that he does for us uh, once a year. So um, we're glad to have him. And Jack, um, why don't you just tell us a little bit uh, about how you became acquainted and ultimately employed here at the Haven Rest? Sure. Um, actually, I've been here a little over 25 years, and I had a, um, a job before coming here. Um, many people know that my mother-in-law was the uh, receptionist here at the uh, Haven for many years. I didn't know the other job that I had if uh, my department was going to uh, be laid off, uh, be let go, or moved into other departments. And my mother-in-law um, one evening said that they had a staff meeting and that they were talking about starting up a new program here at the Haven, uh, the, an educational program. And she thought that I'd be uh, qualified for that. So lo and behold, I uh, filled out an application and submitted my resume. And it was like family anyways, because I had volunteered down here. And like I said, with my mother-in-law being down here employed, going to many of the regional banquets, I knew everybody. So it just took a a process, a hiring process. But uh, my first interview was with Reverend Walker. And it was really neat (laughs) because... I guess we talked for about 15, 20 minutes about walleye fishing out of Lake Erie. Um, and like I said, knowing everybody, it's like extended family. That's very uh, that's very <laughs> revealing about a, Reverend a Walker, candidate, yes. uh, how well they uh, a walleye fish. You know? so, well, he could catch them, too. I'm, I'm telling you that. We revealed more about him than you. That's <laughs> So it was just, it was... Um, and even, I mean, I went through three interviews here. Um, the second one, uh, Kurt, was with your uh, with your mom and dad, as well as Reverend Walker. And like I said, it's just, it was family. I knew everyone. So it was, you know, a lot of times when we go into an interview, it's like you're all nervous. And it was just, I wasn't nervous at all because of the closeness that I knew uh, everyone uh, from, like I said, attending those banquets, uh, volunteering down here. And, and just knowing, I, I mean, all of them were, was at uh, my wedding when I uh, got married with uh, Jennifer. Well, you know, Jack's mother-in-law was Pat Trussell, who was a receptionist for many years, uh, did an outstanding job right. as a receptionist, receptionist at the Haven of Rest Ministries at the front desk there. But when you got hired in, Jack, uh, interviewing with, uh, obviously, Reverend Walker, Reverend Thomas, and Eileen Thomas, uh, the department that they were actually starting was the education department. So let's yes. talk a little bit about that 25 years ago. What was that? So there was, that? there was nothing in place. And uh, so actually when they hired me in, we actually started the educational center. And um, I had to go through some training. Uh, we, had the, we purchased, and I say we, the Haven purchased a program uh, from Innovative Learning Systems who at that time was based out of California, and it was geared for uh, homeless men and women in a rescue mission setting. And so I had to go through some some training uh, and things like that. And once we implemented the program, it was all computer-based. And, of course, you're talking 25 years ago, and for the life of me, I can't even remember. I want to say we had a 386-type computers. They were, you know, real, real slow and big. 
But so we, we started and we, uh, we had the learning center start and we had 10 computers. Um, and it was great because this program, uh, once again, geared towards men and women. So it, it, it took them through like reading and reading comprehension. It took them through writing. There was mathematics. And there was basic computer literacy uh, course where they actually learned about DOS. And I don't know if our listening audience even knows about DOS. It's something that still runs in the backgrounds, but not many people use it. Um, they did word processing, spreadsheet database, and then we also worked um, for those that came in without a high school diploma. We prepared them to take the GED test at that time. So that's kind of how it got started, you know, 25 plus years ago. And there must have been um, a void that that they interpreted that had to be. They probably did, or and Thomas, I'm guessing, probably did some kind of strategic plan of his you know, within the office staff, I'm guessing, and probably said, okay, what what's a missing piece or something here? Right. Is that how maybe you understand it? Uh, I be? do. Be, I have no teaching background whatsoever. And I do remember uh, Reverend Thomas, and especially at the banquets after we uh, started the program up, is that he always mentioned about, one, one thing he always mentioned was that the men and the women, they couldn't even get jobs at McDonald's because the cash registers were computerized. Mm -hmm. So this in and of itself would help them. And the other thing is that we don't want a teacher uh, hired in to do this. Like because, a lecturer kind yes, of thing. Yes, because yeah. the computers, it's a tutorial-based program. So the computers are actually the teachers. What they wanted was somebody to oversee that. I mean, they always called me a coach. And okay. I've, I've coached many years and things like that. So more of a coach, an encourager, um, something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, looking at 25 years ago, the beginning, hearing kind of the base of how that started, a lot of things have changed over the years. I mean, obviously the education center is still there. You're still coaching. I like that word coach because that's what you do. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about how has it changed from 25 years ago to where we're at today. So a lot of the programs and things have changed. Uh job market has has changed so we have um we have new computers very thankful that we have a a foundation that that uh, gave us a grant and we were able to uh, purchase new computers all the computers now are online we do all online training we have since uh i guess stopped um uh, with ils and um got away from the old programming so we do all online training we still do GED prep work, but we also added an element of a high school diploma. Mm -hmm. And actually, within the last year, we've had four high school diploma recipients. Jack, so, what's the difference there between GED and high school diploma? Well, actually, there's the main difference is uh, you go back and you complete the high school diploma. You, it's something that you've left undone. Mm -hmm. But as far as like going to uh, further in your education in college, you could do that with either a GED or a high school diploma. Okay. I guess the main difference is the military. They kind of some of the branches of the military have stopped accepting individuals that have a GED. So you have to have a high school diploma. Okay. But other than that, if you're just for, um, it, I guess if you look at it for work wise as well. I mean, if I'm interviewing somebody and I see that they have a GED. And I see somebody else that's stuck out a high school diploma. Maybe that would stick in the back of my mind. You yeah. know, if both of them are very qualified in the same, which one do I select? You know, somebody that 
maybe dropped out of school and had to get a GED or somebody that stuck through and, and did the process. So, Well, you know, the, the high school uh, diploma was just added on a year ago, maybe? Yeah, just, yeah, probably less than a year. And, yes. we, and we've already had four that have actually gotten received their high school diploma. Yes. So when we talk about this, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, when you started 10 Computers, the the actual education center itself has growing in regards to how many people are coming into your your area. Yes, we have uh, our resident program because we do. I, I've I've fielded a lot of calls about because they see the learning center and other outside people want to come in and utilize it, but it's actually for our in-house uh, uh, residents. So I work with the men and the women. We have separate classes. We actually have three classes for the men. Uh, it's a larger program, and then we have one one class for the uh, for the ladies, and they're at uh, uh, set times. Um, they work on these the programs, and it's tailored to them. So if they come over, for instance, if if I have a lady that comes over and says, um, "I just want to put my resume together and start looking for work." That's what we're going to do. We're helping her to do that. With the men, it's a little bit different because it's a part of their program. So they go through learning Word, and it's the newest version. It's Word 2016, Excel, PowerPoint, Access. So they go through all of that. And then there's uh, applications that they do once they finish those uh, different uh, levels of, of the office package. And our listeners wouldn't know this, but um, to to take Reverend Kaiser's uh, question and expand a little bit, um, the reason you upgraded was to accommodate the increase of residents that have been coming probably as a direct result of opioid issues, right? Sure. So that's why you needed to at least create some capacity, as they say, for – more people utilizing the uh, learning center. Right. And and since then, I mean, I've switched offices. I'm still in the same location. But I, did, I right. took on a larger office mm-hmm. where I actually have two extra computers in my office. So when an individual is working on their high school diploma, they have to average about six hours of computer time a day. So if I have a woman that is working on her high school diploma – we do not have co-ed classes. So during a man's uh, class time, I can have a woman in my office working so they're ex, uh, you know, not together mm-hmm. so that they can still be getting their hours on the computer that they need. So and vice versa. During the ladies' class time, if I have a gentleman, he could be in my office and they're kept separate. Right. So it works out great. As far as computer-wise, we still have 10 computers in our learning center. But it's all online training now. So it's it's really freed up things. We do have a couple laptops if we have to have overflow. Just depends on um, how many men or women that are on the program at any given time as to whether we need uh, to bring out those laptops as well. Well, you know, Kurt and Jack, uh, you know, we see the educational part of this, of what they're learning on the computers. Your job also... And that's a form of ministry, but also you have the opportunity to get to know the individuals pretty pretty well. So you have the opportunity to share about Christ, too, with them. Absolutely. That's my favorite part. Um, that's what takes place the very first day I meet them. 
is I have the opportunity to share my testimony with them and also find out. We, I do a little writing exercise with them, so they have to write me a paragraph on why did they come here to the Haven Arrest. And then uh, in that writing, it, it, it will tell if they have a relationship or if they're in search of a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that just opens the door and makes it so easy to talk about that relationship uh, with the Lord. And then I can encourage them and uh, give them some scripture verses and always tell them I have an open door policy. Come back in and talk with me at at any time. Also to your uh, point that you kind of um, alluded to earlier, which was um, the fact that you are a coach and so as a coach, um, you're not lecturing, but you're there to um, encourage was a word that you used. You were sharing with me one time um, more specifically like an example of how you might encourage. Um, and I don't want to unless you can't remember it exactly, but just just the, the importance of encouraging people what would be a typical area that someone would need encouraging? Like, give us an example. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and what, what is it individuals feeling? They, um, there's, we had this one, i just share a real quick story. A gentleman struggled in math and he, he was at the, the point that maybe he was thinking about even leaving the program. He, did, he hated to come into learning center and work on math. And I just said, listen, you're going to need this. Um, I'll sit down. I will help you as much as I can. Let's get through this together. Um, keep coming in, and, and we'll do a little bit each day. And I had to encourage him every single day, every single day. It was going over the same. It's like a repetitiveness, going over the same thing. Eventually, he was at the tail end of the program where he was going out to look for a job, and he went to a company and it had to deal with construction. Well, in construction, don't you know how you have to have be able to read a tape measure, things like that? They gave him a math test, and when he came back, he had a smile from ear to ear, <laughs> and he said, you know what, thank you, thank you, thank you for mm-hmm. pushing me, encouraging me, and helping me. I passed that test and got the job. So, so to me, I hear it, a lot of it is you cultivating uh, – the students or the residents um, their attitude oh, about absolutely. how to approach uh, something rather than even the task itself, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's good. Good stuff. Well, you know, Jack, as we wrap things up here, there's a couple more things we could talk about, but we're running out of time. One of the things I do want to close with is how can we pray for you and your, your department? I would ask for prayers for the Learning Center for all the men and the women that participate in there that they would, um, one, I guess, be encouraged, um, be patient, and to learn as much as they can. It's there for them, and they can learn as much as they want or as little as they want. They have to take the time because it is tutorial-based, and they work at their own pace. Well, very good. we uh, (laughs) We will pray for them, pray for you, and thank you for your ministry here at the Haven of Rest for 25 years? Is that right? A little over 25 over, years. Over 25 years. So yep. uh, praise the Lord for that. So thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. God bless.